You are listening to Everyday Estes, a podcast created to tell the stories of Estes Park. The theme this week is, I bet you didn't know this about, you got to stay tuned and find out what you didn't know about some of the people right here in Estes Park. Today's interview is something I've been looking forward to for a long time because Erica Santana is somebody who impresses me greatly. (laughs) She blushes when I say this, but she has um, three businesses in Estes Park. Right, Erica? Hi. Hi. How are you? Uh, Well, yeah, I have uh, two businesses now and uh, we're working on the third one. Uh, The third one is um, at... um, El Horn Avenue is a taqueria. Uh, it's a fusion um, of like a tradition style in Mexico. Everybody in Mexico knows tacos. Yes. It's the more tradition. Uh, tortillas, corn, chili, meat. Uh, the most traditional thing to do in Mexico after party, after uh, um, work, after uh, have a fun with, with uh, your your friends, uh, you're hungry after work, whatever is tacos. It's true. <laughs> yeah. And you ser- you currently sell street tacos at the Carnicería, right? Yes. Tell the, tell everybody um, all of the businesses you own, starting with Chilitos mm-hmm. and the Carnicería. Okay. Uh, well, basically, we opened uh, the Carnicería or the store um, first, mm-hmm. was our first business. Uh, we opened that business in 2005. And that's on Elk, on uh, Dan Raven Street. Dan Raven Street. Uh, we start with a little uh, Mexican grocery things. Mm-hmm. Just a little store. And uh, we start with uh, just a few things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we have a big dream to have a bigger store. Uh, we only have uh, one year just just married. And uh, we have uh, one kid. And... Um, we have a tons of dreams and no many money on the packet, but uh, we have a uh, uh, many dreams, ideas, and uh, we start because we are hard workers and and um, we have the opportunity uh, country. So we start with a little groceries and people start to come in and asking for a different things and I make my own list and every time when we um, um, make the emergency we ask everything the the, right. the people asking so passing years uh we start we move into a new a new place like uh, we are now located yes. currently now and um we ask the taqueria the burritos um we ask the the carniceria mm-hmm. and now it look like a mexico when you enter to the store it's just been in mexico because yes. everything is just very authentic Everything is just like like in Mexico. Like yes. uh, when you go to Mexico and uh, find a little business on the street and uh, you are hungry, you find something like homemade, like a grandma homemade, like chicharron, something like people don't know, like chicharron, right. like 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 a um, like a chicken, like um, uh, different and different styles. And uh, the street tacos, 
Yes. And um, I discovered the street tacos by accident because I came looking for you oh. and I saw that I could order street tacos at the Carniceria. And, <laughs> and I was so happy and my family loves those street tacos. They're so good. Thank you. Well, the basically the, the Mexican food is uh, three things or three condiments, like my grandma says. The first thing is do it with love. Yes. The second thing is crazy. Yes. <laughs> and the third thing is just um, the spices, the chili, and a cooking sauce low. You know, so Mexican food uh, take long time for cooking. Yes. So the meats is taking twelve hours. For twelve hours. Twelve hours for make, for example, uh, the barbacoa. Yes. We need to put uh, with a lot of spices the meat, and we keep on the fire for 12 hours. So wow. for cooking the beans, for example, it takes four or five hours for make the salsas because we do um, everything from the scratch. So we uh, remove the peel from the from, from the tomatoes, uh, from the chilies and roast the, the chilies, the tomatoes. Yes. For example, for the tamales, we make the dough. We put the, the everything in there and uh, we make every single oh. uh, tamale by hand. And you're making me so yes. hungry. <laughs> and it's the same thing with the breath. Yes. With with the hands, we still make the dough and yes. I put all the stuff, you know. Nice. So this is the difference or the, the Mexican style. When you really think in Mexican is when you do everything by hands, you know. Right. Yeah, this is this is the different taste, yes. or this is the homemade flavor. Oh yes, yes. I can tell it yeah. makes a big difference. And yes. and this recipe is is what we're going to experience at the taqueria on Elkhorn, right? Yes, yes. On the taqueria, uh, we want to do a couple things that like a fancy tacos. Yes, with a different like American style. Yeah, but uh, also we introduce the very uh, Mexican street tacos, like in the carniceria yes. for the tourist people. Yes. So basically we will do the same thing. So the same fusion on the on the one business. And uh, we want to present to the people about Mexico. Right. You know, because in every corner in Mexico, you find tacos. Absolutely. And I think that will be very popular on Elkhorn. And uh, it's too bad we won't have it open in time for Halloween because that would be a good time to have street tacos. Yeah, but uh, uh, we working on this project um, over the year. Yeah. And uh, for different reasons, mm -hmm. uh, we can open yet. Right. Uh, we try to open for for to July for for different kinds or right. uh, special uh, dates. But now we try to open for for uh, for Thanksgiving weekend, but uh, we don't know. We don't know because it's many many things to do before to open. It's a small business. It's no many uh, tables for sitting. It's basically just takeout. Yes. But um, uh, people really really love because uh, food uh, for tacos down there will be the most authentic you can find it. Like a Mexican style. I'm excited about that. Now, speaking of Mexican style, you've operated Chelitos for how many years? Uh, Chelitos is um, open for, I think, 
I am sorry, I forgot the, the, the years, but uh, I think it's nine. Nine, nine years. years already. Um, we start again just for opportunity. Uh, we don't have money either. We don't have experience in running uh, a restaurant. We work in other restaurants um, before. My husband working for many years at the restaurants. And uh, we run in a little store. What's the difference with the restaurant? Yes. So what's a lot of surprises for us? We do a lot of a lot of bad things, errors, you know, like right. like for business running. But now I think uh, we have a couple of years, like uh, we are now just more in float. And uh, just, uh, I'm so happy if um, local people give us the opportunity to come to visit us and a taste or food like uh, we can offer. Again, it's just very authentic uh, South um, Mexican style and uh, the margaritas and uh, the micheladas. Micheladas is a drink from Mexico, oh. very popular also with beer and uh, some different kind of chilies and chamois and, you oh. know, it's very popular in Mexico. So um, hope uh, you guys can come to visit us because basically we don't have uh, too much local people because we are on the third floor. Basically, we are more for, for tourists. On the winter, we don't have a very close um, um, parking. Right. And on the past year, we're closing on the winter because we don't have enough um, employees. But with the, with the years now, we start to open just for the weekends for keep um, our employees with, with, uh, with Jeff. Good, good. Well, and I want to encourage that. I've been telling Erica for months that I want to have a um, a happy hour or some kind of a gathering yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. at Chalitos. It would be so fun to do that. And um, I'm excited. We'll, we'll get that on the books. And hopefully maybe by the time we publish this podcast, we'll have a date set. Um, because you do say that you have the best, most authentic, nat um, naturally made margaritas. That yeah, we well, get. that's what people say. <laughs> made with real yes. fresh squeezed yeah. lime juice. Yes, with uh, fresh lime juice. And uh, we add um, agave. We have a mezcal margaritas. Uh, mezcal margaritas is really good also. You need to try those. Mm -hmm. Very um Different taste from, from tequila. Yes. But mezcal is really good too. And margaritas, it tastes awesome. That sounds yes. good. That sounds like a lot of fun. Well, I want to, to change gears a little bit. I love um, sharing all of the different businesses that you run. While you have three children, including a two-year-old, mm -hmm. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> uh, well, I'm using um, wake up early. You wake up early. Well, you I have two teenagers. Early. I have two teenagers. One is at thir 13 and, and a half. The other is 15. And the little one is two years old. Mm -hmm. So we just planning to have two kids because the other two was uh, a lot of work when we are <laughs> on the 20s. Right. But uh, after 11 years, um, the life give us a surprise. You have it and a surprise. And we have a little one again. <laughs> and Amarika is so cute. Thank you so much. Every time I come to the store, she's playing quietly next to the cash register. She's so well behaved. Yeah, and, and now she knows about business because uh, when she wake up, uh, she tell me, Mom, let's go to work. And now she know how to say, uh, like, 
with with customers hi how are you right uh, come and we here we have the chilies the spices you know so she started to go in with a with a babe with a uh, with a babysitting and now um on the daycare but uh she prefer uh go to work Achelitos is the same thing she uh make welcome to the customers and uh tell tell him um let's uh come and uh, she wants to give it to them um the uh menus, the menus. or this kind of little things you know Sweet. so i love it you might be breeding a new ceo uh she might take over one day yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes built-in succession planning bring your kids <laughs> to work now, early when you first started the market, I remember you told me that you had to be very innovative to try to 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 make money to live while you were getting the business up and running. Didn't you say that you were actually cleaning bathrooms and doing different work at the beginning? Yeah, in the beginning, just in the beginning, uh, when we opened uh, the Chilitos, we don't have enough money. And I cleaning uh, the whole building oh. the restrooms and i cleaning the the library mm -hmm. and i cleaning the visitor center right and um on the night after work so we working all day at the, at the restaurant only my husband and me and uh, uh his uh sister uh take care of the store for 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 a time where for we uh, opened that the restaurant and after we finished to to work we cleaning all these places wow. for get money for pay the rent from Chelitos and uh, for survivor because we don't have anything right you know and um and I remember when we opened the store almost 15 years ago um all sales was $25, $100, and uh, we use eating um, use quesadillas in the microwave mm -hmm. because we don't have money for 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 more. My my kids was there, and uh, we have uh, some cart cartons yes. from the from the boxes, and I put uh, some blankets on the floor, oh. and they they uh, sleep there wow. all day. Or um, we pass a lot of, a lot of things, you know, and. Um, but now we are here. It's a really great story for people to know if they're starting a new business, that it's mm -hmm. not easy. No. <laughs> it takes for a lot of that. hard work and extra hours and what I call tent making, the work that you do outside of your business to make money. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, for, for make money, for has a better life, because we come from, from a country like is not many opportunities. Right. And uh, we need to to come to this country to look in better life right for your kids for your own for for when you retirement you know yes because if you come to my country it's so sad to see on the streets many people asking for a one coin mm -hmm. you know many people um with no with all the extreme extremists asking for a coin for food you know mm -hmm. or old people you sitting on the streets asking for food or something like that because mexico don't has a lot of opportunities right. so well and i think this is an important point on that story in mexico you're an attorney 
yes, in Mexico, I finished university. I'm an attorney. I finish my thesis. I do my, my professional exam. I do my, my, my certificate, what, everything good. And I'm start to working, but I'm just take money for, for my bus, for going back at home, right. for, for my lunch. And that's all. So I'm just try and you be effort and effort, but, um, over there, uh, you need to have, um, uh, people to know for has a nice job, you know? Yes. So after, uh, I start to working, uh, with a lawyer and um, I start to do my own money, I see I don't have money for anything mm-hmm. just for, for take my bus and my lunch and that's all. And for a couple of things, maybe for a couple of years on the, on the weekend and that's all. So I got uh, that residence because my dad uh, uh, came here many years ago and yes. he fixed his uh, legal situation with Ronald Reagan. So I decided, well, I have another life. So I decided to come to USA to learn English to work and take money for come back to Mexico and buy my own car and my own office for lawyers, you know, and right. my my place. And I has better life because over there was hard. So I came, I'm a star to work. And the next year after I be here, mm-hmm. I meet my husband. And a few months, I'm just getting married. And um, sweet, I forgot my my profession in Mexico. Your plan changed. Yes, my, <laughs> my plans changed a lot. Right, and then you started on the path. But to practice law in the United States is not possible. No, because uh, I need to uh, again uh, study. Was my my plans in the beginning, but when I get my my first kid just right away was hard. Mm-hmm. So I'm just putting my attention and working hard mm-hmm. for has a place to live because I, we live with my mom. So in the beginning, we need to working for has your own apartment or your own rent car, right? I mean, house, and then go step by step, you know? So next year, I was pregnant again. So, so no, no law school then. No law school. <laughs> so four years after, three years after, we get chelitos and again, no more time for me. So five years after, one person came me and asked me if I want to work in a crisis advocates. And I uh, was scared for me because I don't know how I speak very good English, but I uh, was for help the Hispanic community. So I'm going to start uh, with Mary Mesropian. She was very nice. I learned a lot from, from, from her. She was the director from nice. in that moment. And, um, and uh, Shannon and uh, Carly, everybody, Jess, everybody, all the people was there, was very nice with me, very kind, and they helped me a lot. And I'm going to start to, um, to be more uh, confident, comfortable. So when I'm start there, I just have a little uh, desk. Mm-hmm. And when I finish, I have my own office. 
And wow. I was very surprising for me because I working very hard. And um, I working there for four years and um, was a little thing to use my laws from Mexico and um, help um, a lot of people, not just women with right. violence, if not many different kinds of people with crisis, you know? Right. So was a very, very exceptional uh, experience there. Mm -hmm. But uh, when I was pregnant for, uh, from America, um, the first month was good. But after the six months, I can't anymore right. because she demands a lot of, a lot of work. Yes. So in the meantime, when I was in crisis advocates, I'm just help on the on the on the school, at the the the, the church, yes. or um, many Hispanic people come to ask me for different things, or favors, or uh, help them just for little things to uh, came with them with a doctor appointment or something because. Mm -hmm. Sometimes um, Hispanic people uh, don't speak English or they they do, but they embarrass or scare or don't feel comfortable with yeah. with uh, white people, you know, mm -hmm. because uh, many of the Hispanic people sometimes uh, are don't have enough education for and they feel no good sometimes, you know. Right. So now. Uh, I be happy because uh, I know many people in town. I remember in the beginning when my son has, um, I don't remember the age, but uh, he was in the preschool and I don't speak very good English and I feel the same thing, like uh, uncomfortable because you don't speak uh, good English or you see different the people and uh, you feel embarrassed or, you know, or you feel free, I mean, afraid or, you know, I can explain how you're feeling. But um, you say, hi, hello, and that's all. And uh, with the teachers, uh, just thank you, bye, and that's all, you know. And, <laughs> right. and uh, when I came to the the uh, meetings or something with, with kids, just, you speak just the, the two, three words, just the enough words, and that's it. And you want to run in from there. Really? <laughs> yes. And uh, one day my son told me, I'm embarrassed you come to the school because you don't speak good, very good English and uh, my teachers don't speak with you like in other moms. And uh, I can't go with play with my, my friends because you don't speak English. Mm. So that day I understand the, reason, the important reason like we are in this country, we speak English and uh, we introduce, introduce with a um, Anglo community, you know. Right. So that what that's the reason I'm start to help the Good. Hispanic community. You know, Erica, this inspires me because I've been speaking with some other people in town who want to practice our Spanish, but we're also very embarrassed to try to speak Spanish. You saw me in your store trying to speak Spanish and I couldn't think of the words. <laughs> yes. And I thought we should come and have margaritas at Chelitos and speak Spanish. You can teach us. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. I would I'm love happy that. To do that. <laughs> My daughter and I, she's taken Spanish for four years and we have two lines. Como estas? <laughs> Muy bien. 
<laughs> and we we sound really good and that's all we can say <laughs> so you teach us to say more <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely <laughs> okay we're, we're gonna book it and i want to keep this this um, episode nice and short because we want people to come back and, and want more so thank you for being on the show today no thank you for inviting me thank you for listening to me and uh, for listening all my my history because everybody has one Everybody has a story and yours yes. is so rich. Thank you, Erica. Thank you. I hope you're enjoying Everyday Estes. Stay tuned here. And most of all, subscribe to this podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, so that you don't miss the stories you didn't know in Estes Park. Sponsored by the Estes Valley Resiliency Collaborative, connecting this community to be the best place to live, work, and play.